for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode number 102, 102 of the seat of uh, fuck. I almost called the seat struggle be podcast domestic pines Long only. Podcast. I got too many titles. I got to like change up the formula of the other one. So it's not getting confused. Uh, domestic pints only a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me as always is my co-host Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Doing well. It's a lovely Saturday. It's uh, January 21st. It's my brother's birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday. Oh, happy early birthday, Billy. Hell yeah. I'm sure he's listening. It's like, thank you. Appreciate the shout out. And so like folks, good. this is yeah, what I love <laughs> Good, good. Uh, so we've got, uh, we're, we're doing, we're back in the Ottawa craft scene here. And uh, Tom, how are you doing as well? What's, what's new in the world of Tom? Oh, today is, I wanted just to touch on the thing. It is plus one in Edmonton today, which is oh wow, nice beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is beautiful. I woke, went outside with a jack and I said, I won't be needing this today. <laughs> nice, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, looking forward to these ones as well too. Have you had any of these beers today, Tom? No, but I've been staring at them in my fridge for quite some time now. <laughs> some of them have taken up precious real estate space, yes. Uh, so today we've got kind of an odd selection of Ottawa craft beer. So we have a, uh, not a stout, an, am an amber ale, cinnamon and sugar amber ale from Whitewater Brewing Company, Killaloo, Killaloo Sunrise. We also have from Big Rig Brewery, we have Midnight Kissed My Cow Chocolate Milk Stout, and we have Ooh. from Bose Porter Porter. Yes, Porter Porter. These are almost like decadent beers. Yeah, these are all kind of like very rich. Um, I would say a lot of these yes. are sweeter beers in my yes. in my in my camp. I'm very excited. Yeah, very excited. I've had I've had well, I've had two of these before, and one of these I'm really? very partial to. So very excited Ooh. to chat these ones. Um, and I think is this our first big rig beer? I don't. I think we'll probably save talking no. more about the brewery for the brewery spotlight. But we did um, love tread. Oh, we did do Lug Tread. Okay, so we have talked about uh, let's bows. Sorry, Lug Tread's bows. Um, I don't think we've done oh, any. Big oh rigs, no, so. haven't done anything about Big Rig. You're right. No, so I might just talk really quick on it, but Sorry. I'll probably save more of the discussion when we eventually do the Big Rig Spotlight because I mean they're a pretty popular brewery here in in the city. Um, I guess we'll do our little guessing game then, Tom. So which one of these do you think is going to be the winner? I am part. I want to just. This is being being biased. I want to say the Big Rigs Midnight Kiss My Cow <laughs> Chocolate Milk Stout. This has my name written on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of one of these beers. I'm actually gonna go just because we were talking about it before we started recording. Uh, the Bose Porter Porter, like seeing the IBU, reading more about the flavor. I'm like, I kind of feel like that one might be a stealth winner. I'm. We'll <laughs> see though, because like I am partial to these, but I'm, I'm fascinated to see this one if it's you know i've never had this before if it's really going to be the uh the king today so i guess we can um we can kick things off then talking killaloo sunrise now this is a really fun beer because if you're from ottawa well i guess if you're from parts of canada too you'll recognize the branding uh beaver tails more or less like eastern canada i will say yeah because you can get beaver tails i think in pretty much any tourist spot in, in canada like i know when we were in banff like they had a beaver tail spot there but it's, i think that's like the only place in alberta that has yeah it. exactly so some of like the really big touristy you know spots will have beaver tails but it's more of a back Eastern Canada, specifically Eastern Ontario thing. Uh, so Killaloo, uh, it's as it's, as it's pronounced, is a town actually um, not all that far from Ottawa. It's a small town 
um, in Eastern Ontario. And that's actually where the beaver tail uh, was born. That's where it was founded. So um, no way. this one's actually brewed in partnership with uh, Beaver Tails, the brand, um, to create the Killaloo Sunrise. And the Killaloo Sunrise is actually the name of one of the most popular variants of the Beaver Tails you can get, which is their regular kind of cinnamon sugar one, but they give you a lemon so you can put lemon on it and it kind of gives it a little bit of a zip. Uh, so kind of fun. They're, they're trying to kind of create that kind of experience with this beer. So this is a cinnamon and sugar amber ale. Um, I remember seeing that growing up. Some people used to have the lemon on theirs, on their beaver yeah. tails. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of odd flavors. I used to always get the like garlic and cheese one, the one that had like the shredded cheese. Really? Yeah, I always thought, because it has like garlic butter on it. It's like... It's very, oh, uh, very wow. savory, but uh, lately I've been more of a Killaloo guy myself. Um, but yeah, definitely like they're a popular spot, obviously in Ottawa. They have that big the little shack kind of in the heart of Byward Market. And I know mm -hmm. they're a pretty big tourist spot. Like if people come to Ottawa, it's usually recommended, you know, go to the, go to get a beaver tail or go to the market. So it's pretty popular there. And I love this can. I mean, I think the canner on this is so sick with the kind of, um, it's very I like the branding. Yeah. Very plaid, very plaid. Like they have that on the main stripe with the plaid. Um, kind of, you know, making you think, you know, um, of carpentry and like Muffera Joe and like all that huh. stuff. Joe <laughs> Muffera, the toughest man in Ottawa. It's just like the lumberjack kind of area of like Ottawa Valley. So I think that's really kind of fun. And I love the um, the artwork. I Although it's kind of odd. It's very kind of almost not abstract, but it's very, it's not like a, like a, like a pure artwork on it. Like it's not like a Photoshop, like recreation of exactly of something. It's like using the same colors and odd shapes and patterns to really fill in this like beaver tail shack and i like on the little beaver tail shack they have the kill loose sunrise they have the one with like the i think it's, it's a chocolate and banana on top like they have that one they have like kind of like the different other flavors that they'll do so that's kind of fun yeah you can see like, in the window yeah and you can see like the lemon wedge that they use and, and otherwise this is one of the typical white water brewing designs although they've actually now recently redesigned their can so they're coming out with a new variant but um this is one of their kind of classic designs um i think it's really really fun i actually enjoy this can more than a lot of the other white waters just because it has that mm -hmm. kind of it has so much shit going on on it it's very colorful and it doesn't have a lot of dead space either like everything is used appropriately yeah that's what like, i like it's not like oh this is like the the corner of the house takes up half the can. It's like, fuck it's off. A, it's a very maximalist can. Like there's even in, in the above the beaver tail shack, you have like all like the, like the big sunny rays, like very colorful around it. And even it kind of makes like the OCB icon almost look like a sun. Cause it's the way it's like set or whatever. It looks kind of fun. Um, it's just got a lot of stuff going on. And I love just general, like how whitewater does their cans with kind of their, the big stripe on it. And they give you the IBU, which is cool. They tell you kind of a rough estimate of what the flavor is. They give you, kind of that information um, and they have a little bit of text about the history of you know what the can's about so i kind of i kind of like seeing that myself um i'm i'm pretty fond of this can what do, what do you think tom are you ready to give this one a score oh i'm kicking off scoring with this i'm giving this a nine yeah fuck yeah i'm i'm in the same boat nine i think this I, is really cool really this is a can. really well done can this is beautiful i love the plaid that's even or pattern or tartan that you might say yeah it's just really good plus they have like the history about like the beaver tail kill killaloo shack and it's really nice i think this is really going to hit the flavor profile as well oh yeah man it's all right folks super good let's uh Anyhow. i guess tom do you want to as i always i always pick you first tom do you want to be the one to, well to i crack used it? to always go in first <laughs> asmr i hope you're ready 
Get your beaver tails out. Yeah, get, get them three, out. Yeah, get them out now. Bring them out. Bring they them out. out. <laughs> and they come a three, two, one. Crack them. Oh, good crack. Ooh, let's see how it smells. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Definitely has like a very caramel malty oh, smell. I mean, this I is can smell ale, the lemon though. Yeah, you can smell it. Interesting though, this is an amber ale, and like we've done our amp share of, of red beers before. So I actually didn't realize when I first bought this beer, because I've had this one before, I didn't realize it was an amber ale. I just assumed it was like a stout or a porter. So when I got it and actually I've had it on draft for the first time, I was like, did not expect this. This smells really good. Yeah. Let's see how it tastes. There is also like minimal uh, carbonation and there is yeah. minimal head. Well, yours, you have really good head on yours. Yeah, mine, mine poured with a bit of head. It's so the color on it, it's, it's like an amber ale for sure. It's got like a really kind of almost like reddy brown tinge. Not not too dark though. It's not like a black yellow or anything, but um, it's actually in some regards not not super red or kind of, it doesn't have like that purple kind of red to it that you get with some of these like red beers. Oh, wow. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me a bit of the Kronk. Yeah, exactly. It has that kind of sarsaparilla kind of, um, yeah. like you're getting a lot of cinnamon, like a lot of like that kind of flavor, cinnamon, cardamom, like kind of, um, um, but at the same time, it does have that vanilla uh, tinge to it. Like in the am like in the back palate, you're getting a bit of the, 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 the vanilla for sure. Almost the flavors almost kind of give you a little bit of like the lemon sort of acidity, like a little bit, like you're getting a little bit of that almost like astringent kind of, taste but not 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 so strong i don't know i it's not bad yeah it's not so like i kind of it's sorry go on i was gonna say they actually have some lemon zest i think added into this so i think that's yes it is an ingredient you can look on the side it says lemon zest yeah so they're kind of giving you a little bit of that um from there which is kind of cool does this taste like a beaver tail not quite but it definitely yeah. it has that kind of theme to it but i feel yeah i feel like a beaver tail almost sometimes has like a little bit of saltiness to it too like it has mm -hmm. like a and i don't know if i get it, it i get a lot of cinnamon in this so you're getting a lot of that from the beaver tail and the brown mm -hmm. sugar as well too like it's definitely there i kind of wish this had was a little like almost thicker in that sense yeah i mean i find but it a little bit kind of creamy but it's not like a. you got a little something it, on you john oh do i have a little foam yeah, I think it's go. gone. It's a flavor saver. <laughs> flavor it's gone saver. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a 20 IBU, so it's not too bitter, which is kind of nice. Has a kind of more caramelly sweet flavor uh to it for sure. Mm -hmm. Should also note, folks, um, if you're trying to buy this beer now, there's also another Whitewater Beaver Tail branded beer. It's an actually that one's a stout though. So um I think you can still get mm. some of these around, but it seems like they're now introducing a new beaver tail variant so if you're listening to this you might if you might want to go check out if you can get this like while it's still available might, maybe there might be some beer stores or lcbos that still at least here in ontario and stock it or if you happen to find it elsewhere in a different province like i would say definitely pick it up if you can because it might be one of the last of its kind i always love when i'm like shopping at my local joints and i see like a beer from out of province that somehow made its way and it's like nice to try it out and, and you know experience it because you don't you don't you can't really find it that often otherwise True enough. I wanted to touch on this. I think I wish this was actually a stout. Yeah. As opposed to an amber ale. Yeah, maybe that's why they're doing the stout, because they're like, 
people are more Maybe. into that over the. That's what I say. I think that would really fit in really well. I did. I did say I had this on draft and it was a good experience, but I feel like I, I had two. I think I had two glasses and I was like, I think I've had enough cinnamon and sugar uh, for now. It's a very sweet um, beer. Like it's almost it like a dessert kind of beverage. Um, and Tom, do you remember your first ever beaver tail or like, do you remember your first yes. experience having beaver tails? Oh yeah. I remember it was like going to the canal. I remember oh, yeah. it, I was like, that was like my mom's way of like fucking being like bribing me being like, we're going to beaver tail. And I'm like, yeah, game. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'd say the same, like going to the canal and having it on the I ice. I think I was, I think I was in like grade one or two. We went out, we went like on a field trip. Yeah. Remember, field we trip all, to like, the canal, took, yeah. We took our skates out or some of us did, some of us didn't. And we just like went down, we had our beaver tails. We just, whatever. Oh, those were so just fun. a thing I, to do. Yeah. Those were some good experiences. I think they did that with like a bunch of the same grades. So like everyone went and it was like a big, like, crew because mm-hmm. you'd see all sorts of kids like going up and down the canal when you were like out there and then you'd scare sketchy parts and trip and fall man oh god my mom used to tell me she used to skate to work that way yeah and then would like, like do it at night like yeah she'd, like, if you get live close work. enough to the canal you could just go down yeah she told me because she worked downtown she was like oh yeah i could just get off just take my skates off and i could walk to work I was like, yeah. Jesus, that's wild. Could you imagine that skating to work? <laughs> I remember skating with, I think it was with you guys. We skated to the um, the Royal Oak, just on like the, where the hot, the bridges at Hawthorne or whatever. I used to remember oh, skating yes. with Alex. And I remember one time I was just a little bit too intoxicated. And I was just like, I'll hang on. And I just like grab onto someone and I'm saying, pull oh, around. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember I was the same way as a kid. I remember my mom would like force me to go like almost to the other end. And I'd be yeah. like, like onto the Quebec side, I was like, not a fucking chance. And my mom was like, oh, come on. River. You're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, no, like that's the canal goes into Quebec at one point. And I remember she was like, yeah, we can make it into the Quebec side. And was like, I'm not going to make it. And I remember once when I was a kid, I used to just hold on to her backpack and just like tether behind. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, um, on that note, what about the spear? What do you think, scoring wise, in terms of actually? Uh, Did we give a we got a canned score? So, yeah. Oh yeah. Taste wise, um, I'm giving this a seven point five. It's okay. I thought it'd be a little bit more though. Yeah, I'm 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 an eight. I actually like this. Well, the first time I've had it, so I I, I would drink this, but it's um it's it's not the, my favorite experience. I think amber ales aren't my go to recently for the kind of beers I drink, but I would say as an amber ale, it's pretty good. I, I think it's yeah. definitely one of the better ones, but it's not a beer not I love all that much. So that's my recommendation. I'm going to go a little bit higher, 8.5. I think, like, on if you're looking at amber ales, I would recommend this over a lot of them, but it's and mm-hmm. for kind of a dessert beer. If you want to have a beer with dessert or as like a nightcap, not a bad beer to try. Um, and I, it's a nice kind of kind of fun beer to do as sort of like a unique experience. Like, oh, it's a beaver tail beer. It's sort of like a little opportunity to have kind of an odd beer like that, but I don't know if I'd recommend it all that often, to be honest. Yeah. Um, a recommendation. I think I'm going to go again, 7.5. I think it's pretty on par with how it, how it tastes. It's how you likely I would recommend it. Other than that, um, you're going to give it this a modifier. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck. I'll give it a modifier. I like, I like the beer. Well, actually, no, no, you know what? I'm, I, I will give it a modifier. I almost had a moment of, uh, regret. Final answer. I'm, I'm sticking to it. 
I will not give us the mod. No mods. No mods. No mods. Uh, well, well, now Anyhow. we're on um, Porter Porter. Ooh. I wonder this if they is... served this on the plane. I think, I don't know if they serve this on the plane, but I believe you can get it for sure at some of the airports, I think. They stock it like in the lounge and stuff. But um, yeah, so this one, Porter Porter, the namesake, this one's by Bose. Um, as the name suggests, if you look at the can, it's got the little friendly little raccoon on it. This is actually a Porter kind of partnered beer, much like the last beer was sort of a partnership with a local um, Ontario business. This one's partnering with the uh, Porter Airlines, which offers kind of the uh, varying airlines across Canada, mostly like in Ontario too, uh, like Billy Bishop Airport and stuff like that. Um, I've never, have you flown Porter? I've never flown Porter. I have flown Porter because that used to be, it was a hundred bucks one way to go to Ottawa to Toronto. Yeah, that was. Like and that's how I got my interview to move to Alberta. Oh, really? So you flew a Porter. Was was the actual experience a lot different from like Air Canada, WestJet or like? Um, I find it was actually a little bit better in one sense because oh. I remember I was like, it's a short flight, so it's not like it's anything. Oh, yeah. It's like a 40 minute flight or whatever. It's yeah. Like, you get up to cruising altitude, you're like, oh, I'm going to get some food. And then like halfway yeah, through no, the mile, they're it, like, I got, a, I got my coffee. I remember it was like, cool. And they were landing right away. <laughs> I was like, it's kind of funny because I remember I drove my shitbox Ford Ranger. And I remember like, I don't trust this thing. If this thing is just going to stall out on me or if it's going to start again. So I remember being like, I'm just going to fly to Toronto instead. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably the best way to go there. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've never, I've never flown Porter myself, but uh, be kind of fun. But that's all to say, the can has the friendly little uh, forest critter, the raccoon, on trash on, panda, uh, the trash panda, if you will, on like the tail of the plane as it's like flying in the air. It's got uh, Bose kind of icon on it. It has, uh, I like to have this little like ye yellow icon that has the description of kind of the flavors: smooth, roasty chocolate. Um, kind of like it has a, has a lot of empty space. Like it just has clouds and like the plane flying through. Mm -hmm. They also have the back label where they have the title of the beer. Contains barley and oats, as you put yeah. it. It has not a lot of uh, anything else to it, though. Like it has like the ABV. It says strong beer with vanilla flavor, but not a whole lot of other technical information. Bose really kind of yeah. goes for kind of like a plain artwork on a lot of their cans in lieu of kind of um, a lot of information or technical. Details. I did but like they do the brand their beer as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the logo like was that, nice. Yeah. That's a good design. They all have kind of interesting. Yeah. I like how they, what they do. They have like a kind of simple artwork on other cans, but they all design their cans in a unique way. The way that they're like even now they have like um they have like lug light. They have like a light beer version of their lug tread they sell, and they're like pushing it now. And they have like kind of like a, it looks like a kind of like a domestic light beer kind of look to it. Like has more of that kind of style. So it's kind of fun to see different like simple designs and, and as a result they actually like do a really good job at marketing their beers like they sell like merchandise with like their beer stuff on them kind of like tooth and nail does that too with like their unique kind of icons or artwork on them so it kind of gives nice. it a little bit more of an appeal that way too um it's a little bit more memorable than some some cans you'd see uh but i i like this one i think it's kind of cool i mean it's like a corporate branded thing so if you're not into that like i mean this isn't the beer for you it's like basically advertising this fucking air uh flight flight discounted um, airline discounted airline yeah <laughs> like yeah, this might as well be like a west west jet can or something but yeah i i guess i would ask people like let us know if you they actually serve this on the planes i think they do serve this like through port through porter like you can get it at their 
um, airlines. Although I don't know if I haven't seen this one on the shelves as recently, so I don't know if this was a limited edition one. Uh, but keep an eye on it. It might be, especially if you're traveling Porter, you might be able to come across it. Um, well, but they say this is what I'm trying. Try, sorry, go on, John. Sorry no, no, go ahead. Do. I was going to say, like, I don't think they have a lounge or anything, Porter. Do they? I think like, so, I think Billy Bishop might have like a Porter lounge. I, I, they don't. That's I don't, about I, it. I don't. I know Ottawa doesn't have one. I don't believe so. Like, I, that's what I, I'm although, to say. I think Ottawa is supposed to get like a Porter lounge because they're opening up like Ottawa as like a new Porter hub. So I think they might be doing something like that. But I don't fly enough to know. I'm not like a frequent flyer myself. So I'm just like whatever the best airline experience. Like I flew Flair last time, and I'm like, yeah, it worked. It worked out. We need this is when Al would have really came in handy. He flies mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I guess more of a like a, a porter porter knowledge. Porter said. Wow. <laughs> so um, I, I want I want I actually want to read the description of this real quick. So a beer is so yeah. nice we named it twice. Porter Porter is brewed for our friends at Porter Airlines in support of their ongoing commitment to offering Canadian hospitality with local wine, snacks, and beer as part of the Porter experience. So kind of why they partnered with a local craft brewery. Um, I guess we could kick off the can. Tom, what do you think about this one? I'm giving it a seven. Um, only because there's a raccoon on it, a raken, if you will. Ah, raken, yes. Um, yeah, raken. I, it, looks, it looks pretty cool. I got to say, big fan of the raken. Big fan of the trash panda rakens. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I'm gonna go eight. I'm a little bit more positive on it. I'm actually like, looking it over. I kind of think the artwork's fun, but I mean, this is corporate shelling. It can only go so far. It's just kind of. I don't know. That white water can just like blew this out of the water for me. But it is a funny coincidence that it's it's Porter Airlines. So like, yeah, the Porter Porter. Like, I love how yeah, it looks. we're gonna make it a Porter. Well, it's good branding. <laughs> It's it, yeah, from a branding exercise point of view, like it's pretty clever and pretty funny. So, um, yeah, eight for me. Um, I remember you told me that too. it's a porter. I'm like, no, that's the airline, John. Like, it's still a porter, though. It's a porter, it's a porter. Was like, porter. Nice, yeah, confusing Anyhow. beer to tell people. You're like, oh, yeah, I have the porter porter, and they're like, the porter porter. It's it's a little, a little tricky. Um, but yeah, anyways, folks, ASMR audience, listen up. Pay attention on the count of three, two, one. Crack him. Oh, good. That was a good snap. That was like a it's very, very. <laughs> There's a level to that. Right. Let's see how this smells. Ooh. Oh, Let's wow. It pours. Let's see how it pours. I will say, um, um, I almost called it fucking Porter. Bose has on their website uh, a lot of detail about this beer. So this one is uh, Pilsner Munich Carafa Roasted Barley Malts. They use Hercules and Simico, and Simco hops, Escarpment Labs Kolsch yeast, and they describe the aroma as chocolate and espresso mingled with multi sweetness. So I like that they put a lot of detail about their beer on yeah, like they got a lot of information. Man, this port's pretty dark. <laughs> this yeah. is like for a porter too. It almost looks like a soft drink, like in my hand. Like, like a root beer. Yeah, like it's so bubbly, but like it it's it has a kind of like soda pop, like really really dark quality to it. Anyhow, but let's the see head's really taste. dark too. I guess we could also rate this so, somewhat on the three on the five C's. I mean, it's not a stout, but it's a porter, but. Definitely has a chocolate aroma to it. It's a little bit more bitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a 35 IBU, too. This is like for, wow, man, this is a dry beer. 
it's definitely got like a really dark color to it. The head is very dark as well, too. Um, smell wise. Oh no, the bitterness takes over the chocolate. They describe like the flavor. Coffee. They describe it as roasty flavors leading into a dry, crisp finish with lingering notes of vanilla. Yeah, it does it does taste like a coffee? It's like I'm drinking like a like a fucking cup of coffee almost. This is actually this is probably like more of like a coffee porter. Yeah, this tastes more like how I take my coffee. This is a yeah. As a result, I'm actually really digging this beer. This actually rocks a yeah. lot. I would have this in an airport. Like, man, this is great. Good airport beer. Gotta say, great. Like, if you were like a 9 a.m. flight, this would be perfect. Yeah, this is like a really. This would good, wake you up. This is a good like threshold. Like, this is a good like if you're trying to make a porter at home or if you're a craft brewery listening, like this is a good porter to kind of aspire to. I feel like it's a very good, it's giving me a lot of chocolate flavor, like dark chocolate flavor. It's not overtly sweet though. This is a 35 IBU. It's actually fairly bitter. It's got a kind of dry finish to it, but it's giving me vanilla. It's giving me chocolate. It's got a little bit of malt in there too, especially when you smell it, it has that aroma. Very good, straightforward, well, well well-made porter. I got to say. Very good. I oh, like I the for- taste of it. Sorry, go I told—I just realized I totally forgot the social media. So, oh, I'll, I'll, oh. I'll mention it for this one too. But for the Killaloo Sunrise, we gave it a three point four one on Tapped um, and on Beer Advocates. Um, what did what did what did we think? What did the masses think? Well, three point three six and no, not enough scores to give it an average score. But so pretty high marks. But what about Porter Porter? Uh, the masses like it. Three point seven on Tapped. Three point seven seven on Beer Advocates. So. Pretty hot nice. fucking damn yeah some pretty nice reviews there i gotta say um i i yeah i'm really digging this this is a really well-made porter i'm actually very surprised by this um what else tom what do you think about this one i like it to the point where it tastes like black coffee that's what i like about it yeah like this is what coffee beers should taste like in my opinion yeah like if the you're coffee- going for straight coffee flavor this is what it should taste like yeah none of this other really stuff that- if you're it's got a roasted kind of finish to it, like the back where it's so, it's so dry and crisp. Good. It's giving that kind of roasted flavor. I always think back of like coffee ales and stuff like that. They taste nothing like this. What's your? This I, a, I have a question for you, Tom. Question: What is what is your go-to airport beer? My oh, my go-to airport beer. Yeah, I'll always get a Bud Light though wherever I go. Hell yeah, I love. Uh, when I yeah. go, so, sorry, so like in both the Edmonton and the Calgary. Um, airports that both Al and I travel to there's usually a Canadian brew house in it or there's the Chili's so oh, yeah. if you go to Chili <laughs> yeah, Chili's is still in the airports and it, that used to be like my lifesaver I used to say but I really like how I always get a Bud like as I'm flying and it's like the odd time that I'll get something different I remember I went to like there was like this little brewery in the Calgary airport I believe I remember I was like, forget what it was called even, but I remember I, cause I had a huge layover. I remember I spent like the day there and I remember being like, well, I'm going to get fucking absolutely tanked at this place. <laughs> nice. Um, oh. Good, good pick too. I'm, I'm like, I always get like a Budweiser if I'm traveling, like, you know, they gave you like the, the Budweiser glass. It's like ice crisp. It's like yeah. frosted. Oh, yeah. oh man. 
that's golden. Um, although I do like sometimes some craft stuff if it's available, like certain craft beers I'm like partial to if they're at the airport. Um, and sometimes like if it's an early flight, I usually get a Caesar. So it's kind of like my go-to. Also, John, I wanted to touch on this. So when I mean, Al and I traveled to your to Ottawa for your wedding, mm-hmm. we noticed at the Calgary airport, the Burger King sold beer. The and Burger like, King sold beer. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best. And Al and I were like, we spent $50 on Burger King didn't get any food <laughs> like what beer did they sell like budweiser like bud, bud and kokanee all the whopper bad whopper triple oh whopper. god <laughs> junior i was oh, gonna crush junior, a whopper i think i did actually i remember i was like mm-hmm. i could probably no because we ate beforehand but i remember where our gate was like oh there's a burger king and then i remember it was like there's still beer and he's like we got a beer at bk i'm like fuck <laughs> When, oh God. God. when am I ever going to do this? Like yeah, when, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So I remember it's like, yeah, we'll get two buds. We sat down, crushed them. And then we're like, okay, we should probably get to the gate. And then we was like, oh, we're having trouble. And then I looked at Al while we're in line. I'm like, do you want to go back to BK for a beer? <laughs> He's like, okay, we can go for once more. And we ran back to Burger King. He's like, King. cancel the order. We're going to Burger King. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, they cancel the flight. But no, because they're having like I don't know, they're having issues like boarding and stuff like that. So oh, there's sure. like a delay in boarding. So I looked at Al, I'm like, you want to get like one more beer before we're getting on? He's just like, okay, let's go. We gotta chug this. <laughs> nice, and, nice. And famously, his his parents, as they're saying, he's like, the Texas, like, I hope you and Tom have a safe travels together, and make oh, sure you sweet. buy him. He's like, and I hope you buy him a bud. And then he's like, he sent me a picture of me holding the bud. He's like, we're two steps ahead of you already. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious that they specifically said, make sure you buy him a bud. Did you guys uh, have anything on the way back? Like when you did you fly out of um, of Toronto? Did you get any? Uh, or were you? No, this is from your wedding. Yeah, we oh, yeah, sorry. Ottawa. Oh, nice, nice. I don't know what we did in Ottawa. No, because I think we 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 drank and ate all day at Jack Astor's and the and like by Hunk Club. Oh, cool, nice. And I remember Al was like, "Oh, we can go there." I think we had a. I think I had a Ryan Ginger at a nice. at some like Fionn McCool's. Mm. That's nice. in the Ottawa airport. I remember. I was like, I just want liquor in me now. And I remember we landed and I drove back. And I was like, thank fuck. Airport beers are like a, a sacred experience. You know, it's a, airports are a liminal space of time and space where no, nothing means anything. And the experience of having a beer at an airport is like a, it's a special one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I guess we could finally give a score for this taste. What do you think yes. about Porter Porter? I'm giving this a 7.5. Only because I wish there's a little bit more chocolate. I wish there's a little bit more vanilla, considering it advertises vanilla flavor. That's the only reason why. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in at nine. I think it's fucking kicks ass. It's not a crazy porter. It's not giving you weird flavors and stylings, but straightforwardly, one of the best like straightforward porters I've had. Like I cannot believe how good this is. I'm going to start buying this if it's available. I would love to be going out to bars here and here in Ottawa and like ask for like a porter porter. Like I want to like, I wonder if there's a few spots that I want, if I, that I want to go to that. I wonder if they actually stock this. Cause like, it's a really good straightforward, no nonsense porter. And mm-hmm. I, I like those. I like stouts, but sometimes a good porter is nice to like sip on for like a social night out. And uh, 
What do you give recommendation then? Oh man, likely to recommend or have again. Um, I mean, it's really good. I gotta say, but I don't, also I I like don't want to shill for like a corporate product. And so I kind of like mm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna go eight. I, I still really dig it. I actually agree with you. I'm giving it an eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, by all means, like a pretty good beverage. Nothing that I want to like. I feel like I wish this was just like their own thing and it wasn't like tied to Porter because I think it's like a really just fundamentally good good drink. Well, just so happens to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you going to give it any uh, modifier? I am giving this the modifier. Okay, cool. Sick. Nice. Um, I'm not going to give the modifier, but I got to say I'm very impressed by this beer. This was a nice. I was. This is a good beer. I just didn't think I could have been a little bit more. I was a little harsh on taste mm. scoring. But I mean, you like what you like, so that's what we're here for. I would say some people, if they're expecting a sweeter beer or like a more mild porter, you're not getting it with this one. This is a pretty heavy, uh, heavy boy. But I got to say, five point six. It's giving you a lot of bang for its buck. Like this could have been a seven percenter. Like it's, it's not giving you a heavy alcohol kind of flavor. It's giving you mm -hmm. just kind of the composition of the beer itself. Black coffee. Yeah, black coffee. Um, but yeah, overall pretty yeah. good. Nice, nice beverage. And we're ending things with Big Rig Midnight Kissed My Cow Chocolate Milk Stout. So to give us some background, um, I won't spend too much time talking Big Rig, but we're going to probably do a brewery spotlight on them, so I'll get more detail there. But Big Rig is a pretty popular Ottawa brewery. They're kind of more of like a chain now because they've got a few locations around the city, notably one on Iris, just near the big Ikea in the Pian. The original. I think, yeah, I think that is the original Big Rig. Uh, but actually, I think now they actually um, brew out of Canada. So they have like kind of like a big spot there that they produce their beers out of. Uh, but Big Rig um, um, founded uh, partially by Chris Phillips, the former Ottawa senator. So he's, that's hence the name Big Rig, because that was kind of his, his nickname as a hockey player in his later career. Um, so he was a co-founder of this brewery. I believe the original brewmaster is no longer with Big Rig, but um, they're still a pretty big popular uh, brewery. They've got a lot of like, business partnerships now as well too um but i feel like big rigs kind of um at least here in the city the perception of it has changed a little bit because i feel like when they came out they were one of the really first big craft beers here in ottawa in the last few in the last decade so they really kind of like took over and i feel like now people are more partial to some of the smaller breweries not so much big rig but they still to me they make still pretty good beers so this is actually one i've had before and i'm pretty partial of so midnight kissed by cow chocolate milk stout it's a 5.6 strong beer they've actually redesigned their cans this used to be like a horizontal big rig red with red font they have like a big kind of like cow on it and they've actually changed oh. up a lot of their beers now so this one now is like more streamlined i'd say and they have like a cow right in the front they have a like kind of a ribbon that goes around it but it still has like the like midnight with like the stars like the constellations and stuff like that on it um it's a sticker on a silver can as well too i i actually think this can is still looks pretty cool it reminds me of like old mill uh ice because of like the, it is the yes it's the same fucking thing it's like it's like the an same old mill color scheme can. yeah it's tripping me up what do you think of the can tom uh i don't mind this can i also like to mention though like you said on like the whole mill old mill ice like the blue up top you can kind of excuse me you can see the starry night that gets in the kind of plays into the whole midnight theme of it mm -hmm. i kind of wish there's a little bit more it's very simplistic like yeah, how like, is kind of a it's kind of well like designed, but 
Yeah, the Chameleon came was a lot better. It had like more of the starry theme around it. It was like this big midnight skyscape on it. It looked really cool. Now it's it's not as it's not as good in my opinion. But for a more kind of corporate branded can, it's still not terrible. Uh, but they say uh, this double chocolate milk stout brings all of your fantasies to life. A healthy helping of Belgian chocolate enriches its body, while English chocolate malts provide its dark as night color and creamy milk sugar creates a mouthfeel so smooth you'll want to scream, "Holy cow!" That's selling me on it, oh, but oh man, the can's not as bad as I think. But I miss their old design. I gotta say, like I hate this new. Huh. I all their old minimalist. cans are way better. Yeah, it's like minimalist. It's like minimalist. It's, it's the same as all their other. It's, it's, it can kind of go interchangeable with their other stuff. Uh, well, I guess we could maybe get into can score. What do you think about uh, Midnight Kiss by a Cow? Oh, uh, can seven. Cow. Yeah. Uh, seven. Oh, it is kissed my cow. It's kiss my cow. So seven. Yeah. I am going six point five. It's it's good. It's not terrible, but I wish it would. Maybe I'm just biased because I like the older design more. I'm just like, it's not the same, but it's not a terrible design by any means necessary. It's it's good. Needs also, more like color to it. I like how it says crafted by Big Rig Brewery, Canada, Ontario. Yeah, Get over so. yourself. Get over yourself. The city of Canada, the well-known independent I can't, city of Canada. I can't stand that. I remember so I bought a tour shirt when I went to go see, I forget who I was seeing at the fucking, at the time, Corral Center. And I remember being like, and it said, Canada, Ontario. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what, what band was it? I forget, but I remember it said on the back, Canada, Ontario. Like, woo, Canada, woo. And I was like, yeah, that's where you are, I guess. Hey, Isildeen Mall, are you out there? Woo. Yeah. Isildeen Card Show, get fired up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Tom, do you want to crack uh, this uh, midnight oh, kiss my cow? I was, I was born to crack this. <laughs> ASMR, get ready. And the count of three, two, one, crack them. Ooh, nice, nice snap on it. Ooh. Let's see how it smells. You're getting some like vanilla chocolate oh, smell for sure. Oh, 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 oh. This, oh. Uh, this seems like it's right up my alley. Very rich stout. I poured it. Holy fucking shit. Look at this pour. For audience listening, this is literally like when you pour like used motor oil out of the drain pan <laughs> yeah, in it's... your old square box Chevy. <laughs> I pour. I have so much fucking head on mine. It's insane. Um, color. So you got to very... pour more smoothly. This. I think it's... this is a you thing. <laughs> it, it looks. It's not unlike the porter. I would say probably even more darker. The porter had yeah. more of like a carbonation. This one is like. I have a lot of head, but it's like very like. It's settling very smoothly. But. Oh fuck yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what would you how would you describe this beer in terms of flavor? Like what's the point oh, about like it makes you silk. Yeah, it's got a really nice, like creamy flavor to it. It's more like a milk oh, stout. It is a milk stout. That's why it's a chocolate oh, yeah. milk stout. I knew this was gonna be good. The moment I saw chocolate milk stout, I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh yeah. This is my messiah. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've had this is the one beer I've had the most over the years of of this lineup, and I'm I'm a I'm a I'm quite a big fan of it. I think for especially for Big Rig, and I'm I'm partial to a lot of the seasonal stouts that come out. This is more of like a seasonal beer. You can't get this in like March through usually to like October. Like it tends to be more just specific to the kind of the winter months. Um, so when wow. it comes out, it's kind of like a little seasonal thing, and I, wow. I like it. I think it's a really nice 
nice beer. This is like really easy drinking too. Like it's yeah. like not heavy. Like you think it's going to be heavy, but this, t- oh my God, this tastes so fucking good. It's like a very smooth flavor, like drinking it. It's creamy. It's more chocolatey. Oh um, man. Oh. Nice malt flavor. It's got like a very more like a milk late, later chocolate flavor. Like the porter was like very dark chocolate. This is more later chocolate. Um, but uh, at the same time, not ro- not overly bitter, very smooth. 12 IB. It's a very mild beer. I think it's the most mild beer of the beers we've had today. It is. Yeah. This is wild. I love oh, this. Man. Yeah, this is great. Oh, man. I want to put this in a fucking, get this straight to the vein. IV drip. <laughs> IV drip fucking big, big red kiss my cow. Kissed my yeah. cow. I keep saying kissed by a cow. I'm like, no, it's kissed my cow. Uh, what the fuck my, is the name midnight, of this? I don't even I don't even know what this is called. Kissed my cow. It's like the midnight kiss the cow. That's why it's chocolate milk. <laughs> I'm like the the cow stout. I just called the cow stout. I don't even idea what the fuck cow this stout. is called. Oh, um question for you. Are you familiar at all with Big Rig? Have you ever had a big rig beer? Uh, oh before? yes. Well, because I remember when the brewery started on the Iris, I used to go there a lot. I remember my grandparents loved going there. Oh, really? Amazing food at that brewery. Yeah, good food well. at the at the Iris location, the brew pub. Like they're now kind of known as more of like a brew pub. So, like you know, people kind of write them off because like, oh, it's like a restaurant. But not only is their food actually pretty good, like it's better than like Royal Oak, better than those kind of joints. Um, the beer is pretty good too, so it's kind of nice. I remember now. There used to be a lager called It's a Beauty Lager. And it was like about, it was supposed to be for like hockey night in Canada. And it was supposed to be like on Don Cherry's, like, It's a Beauty. Oh, That's yeah. the whole thing. And it had like an old font to it, like a, like an 80, like late 70s, early 80s hockey logo to it. It was so cool. I remember asking the waitress, I was like, Can I just take this? She's like, I won't say anything. Oh, nice. And I was like, Yeah, she was like, because I didn't want to just take it. like, This is like a really nice glass. But I remember it was like, it, it looked like a Winnipeg Jets logo almost when it said, It's a beauty. I said, like, This is like the coolest fucking font. It was good beer as well. But yeah, I remember yeah. the last time I went there, it was like I had um, I had a hazy IPA that was like fairly good. It was fairly bitter, but I remember it put me down. Yeah, well, I can't wait to do like a brewery spotlight on them because I'm I am partial to them. I've been to Big Rig a few times, and uh, me and my friends going to baseball games for a period of time. We used to do what was called bongo bombs, which is you get the bongo rattlers because they make a really popular rattler here in the city. So you get the bongo rattlers and you get the alpha bomb IPA and you mix them together, and it's called a bongo bomb. So we would just drink those at the baseball games. So that was a good cut. Yeah. Good, good mix. Um, yeah, very smooth, easy drinking experience with this one. Mouth feels very creamy, very rich. Like you're getting like kind of it's it's Love it. it's malty, but it's mild. It's very chocolatey, very milk chocolate, very, very not overly like saccharine sweet too. It's like very smooth. It's a very smooth experience drinking it. It, it profiles Love more closely it. to like a lager almost, or like it's a stout, but it, like it has more of the like yeah. more mainstream drinking taste to me. It's not like a dessert beer to the same degree, even though it's a sweet beer. It's not like a like it's not made of cinnamon or like stuff like that it's not like a that kind of beverage i don't know but this is fucking amazing so what do you think uh taste wise i'm coming in hot i'm giving this a nine this is probably one of the best stouts i've ever had the one stout that's better than this that we haven't profiled yet but you sent me it though john it's the calabogie one oh yeah that's a that's one of the best ones i will that is a great one. 
And frankly, frankly, uh, one of my favorite beers, this beer personally, frankly. like I didn't want to, I didn't want to give the whole cow away. You know, you're just giving the milk. You're not giving the cow for free. Okay. Um, didn't want to give it all away, but this is one of my favorite beers. This is like, I get this every single year. I've had this every single year it's come out. I'm a big person who goes out there and says, people got to try this beer because it rocks. I'm giving it a 10. It's my favorite stout. It's literally my favorite stout. I don't think uh, there's any other ones out there that I like more than this. Like there are other stouts that I like on the same level. And like I've had some stouts since we've done this podcast, like the cappuccino Vietnamese coffee. Like once like yeah. that, where I'm Good like, morning, if, that was, if that was sold here, I'd buy it to the same degree, but I would put this at kind of that level. So for me, it's a 10. I love it. And likely to recommend, I don't want to like be too positive, but I mean, like I would recommend this to literally almost everyone. I think it's, I am a huge outspoken person about this beer. So it's one of the beers I'm most passionate about. Um, what about you, Tom? Would you recommend this beer to, to anyone? I want to give this 8.5 for recommendation. Nice. I'm going to go nine. So I'm not going to go too positive because at the same time, it is kind of like a, it's a sweeter beer. It's not like, it's more chocolatey, like more of like a milk stout. Uh, to some people, I think it's more of like a dessert kind of beverage. Like it might not be their, their go-to, but I am, I am like, I am on the record as being like an outspoken person. Who's like, I recommend this beer to, to folks. And I've told people saying, this is my favorite big rig beer. This is one of the best stouts of the kind of stout season. So I am, I am pretty positive about it. So I'm going to give it a nine and I'm going to give it a modifier. Cause this is literally one nice. of my favorite beers. So I would be remiss to not give it a modifier. So. Excellent. And after I the last too... episode, I'm like more conscious about modifiers. I'm like, we don't give them that often. Should I give them more? I'm like, kind of like, gotta be good for me to give you a mod. Yeah, we're That's we've had thing. so many beers at this point. It's, we're on like fucking, you know, three hundred plus beers that we've had on this pod. So it's like, if you're getting a modifier at this point, you gotta be you gotta be worth it. You gotta be good. I'm giving right. us the mod. So you're getting the mod as well. Cool, cool. Yeah. So. This is this is like probably this is probably one of the best stouts I've ever tasted in my life. And what do those masses think? Well, social media, it's got a 3.75 on Untapped. And on Beer Advocate, it's got a 3.85, which is an 87. Very good. So this is the highest of the three. And those mm -hmm. are really incredibly high scores for this beer. So this is a, definitely a very popular beer. Um, yeah, and a 5.6%, like not too heavy. It's not like a heavy mm. double stout. It's not like a double triple IPA style. It's it's not an imperial stout where it's like 9%. It's more of like a novelty thing. Like you have one and you're like toast. Like it's good. You can have this and like have some dinner and like keep going, which is kind of good. The one of this would be really good in like What's a that? root beer float. Oh my God. You have like a little like scoop of ice cream in it or something. Oh, yeah, man, God. that'd be sick. Or as like the... Um, the left field sweet spot, a toasted marshmallow. Oh man, yeah. I feel like that left field toasted marshmallow stout to me, that's like approaching on this kind of stout. Like it's like going for like a very unique experience. And like one that's probably gonna be kind of their seasonal one that they go to. I like the fact that this is kind of like you can't get it that often. It's like a you know, if you don't buy it between like November and February, sorry, like that's that's when we make it. And they know like it's kind of a novelty. And it's like something you'll have like over the holidays or something. So I kind of like that kind of appeal to it uh, myself. So overall, man, good, good beverage and a pretty good lineup of beers today. Got to say like a little bit of improvement from a boxer ice and blue ice. Uh, just a tad, eh? Just a, just a tad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, overall, these were a lot of fun. And it was kind of fun to try the Porter Porter. That was one I hadn't really 
you know, done before myself. So try that for the first time um, was a really fun experience and to kind of, you know, um, experience that beer. I, I hope you can still get it. I'm sure if you're probably at the Porter Airlines services, anywhere they sell beer, if it's on their airplanes or otherwise, you can probably get it there, but I'm, I'm not sure if otherwise, but, um, and even for the whitewater one as well too, that's more of like a one that they seem to be kind of phasing out a bit. So if you see it in the wild, definitely check it out. Um, definitely buy a few. I don't know how, how much more they're going to keep doing that, especially with its old branding. And that, I kind of hate that with beers where it's like, you make such a good beer. Like, why do you want to get rid of it? Like, why do you want to like move on to something else? I guess some of it's just novelty and they probably change up their formulas and their new staff and stuff, but it's like, mm-hmm. you make something so good just stick with it. Don't fix if it ain't broke. Exactly. You know, you have a good thing going, just, uh, you know, keep it going. So I, I will say as well to you, looking at the scores, we were pretty, we were pretty positive on these. Like these are definitely more in the higher uh, <laughs> echelon of beverages uh, that we've had on here. So, which is kind of fun to see, like, it's cool to see one that we're a little bit uh, more positive on. Um, so if you see any of these, like in the wild, would we would definitely recommend them. We're big fans of these and they're good beers. And the analytics are in. The scores are in. We do have a winner, but we've got some good scores all around. So lowest score here is an eight, folks. So we're pretty good territory. So Killaloo Sunrise, that's the Whitewater Amber Ale. Um, I gave it an eight point seven. <laughs> I was a little. I love the can, folks. The can's great. Yeah, the love can it. was phenomenal. My favorite Amber Ale of all time, eight point seven. Tom gave it an eight point oh. Gives it an eight point three five. So we're pretty positive on that one. Porter Porter, I gave it an 8.3. Tom gave it a 7.7. Gives that one an 8. Bang on. Man, awesome. Good beer. Wild. Big rig. uh, I better say this beer right. uh, Kissed my cow. My cow. uh, I gave it an 8.7. Tom gave it an 8.3, which gives it an 8.5, which means that big rig is the winner today, 8.5. Killaloo Sunrise, still actually pretty high up there, 8.35. Porter Porter last 8%. So that's where we're at. I think uh, overall, these were really good beers. We're really, we're really partial to the big rig. We like it. The Killaloo Sunrise, not that bad at all. Pretty decent. Cool can. Great amber ale. Porter Porter, I would say a nice surprise as well, too. These were a lot of fun to drink. Especially the stout. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to drinking these for quite a while. So I was like, good, good vibes. Good vibes beers. Some beers, the vibes are kind of mixed. These beers, great vibes drinking them. Got all the vibes. And 5.6%, I'm feeling great. You know, these aren't too heavy. Oh, I'm feeling excellent. These are like just right. You know, the porridge isn't too hot. It isn't too cold. It's just right. So these are really great beers. Recommend them. Um, We're probably going to at some point do a big rig brewery spotlight. That's been like in the works for like, got a full calendar year now. I've been wanting to do one. I've been kind of fi- re- waiting for the freight moment because you don't want to, you don't want to like just do every single great beer you could do. Like Big Rig's a really pro- popular craft brewery. So going to do it at some point. Um, we probably a Bose one as well too, because we've done a few Bose. Now we've done this one and the uh, Leg Tread. That one might come up, but we are also going to revisit Whitewater for their sours. So that one's going to come back. So kind of fun to get oh, to the craft. Right. Again. And Grant's going to come on for that. Yeah, so Grant's going to be on. We're going to be doing our whitewater sours. It'll be a lot of fun. 
we're going to be doing some more out of craft stuff, folks. I've got some stuff lined up. I'm going to be, uh, I think one of the next episodes we'll be doing soon will be one from another uh, brewery in Ontario, not in Ottawa, but one in Ontario that I'm pretty partial to. So that will be coming up. Um, we've got some more craft stuff coming up. Anything coming up from, uh, from Alberta's side of things? Oh, yeah. So soon we'll be doing a sea change round two. They have some Ooh. new beers that I'm going to send out, Let's John. Let's fucking go. I'm I just have to get there. I went there the other weekend, but I got very out of hand. <laughs> As always. You're like, where am I? You just wake up. You're like, what? this isn't sea change. <laughs> yeah, pretty much as it happens to me constantly. <laughs> Regularly. Like, ah, shucks. Have you been to their um, new location that's over in Beaumont? <clears throat> I yes, I have. Here. Oh, yeah, good spot. It's, not, it's like it's newer, but it's not like brand new. Like I've been there a couple of times. It's really nice. It's way bigger. Oh yeah, cool stuff. <sighs> Anyways, anything else you want to uh, mention as well, Tom? Um, make sure you watch the Sea Shrug Movie Podcast. Yeah, as we're always. doing a new Spotlight series. So we're doing Ridley Scott. We just did an episode on the Duelists, which was fun. We're going to be doing Alien soon, a little-known movie. People might be familiar with that one. And uh, Blade Runner will be coming up as well. We're doing an episode tomorrow on Castle So I might watch that right Blade after. Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, we're doing Blade Runner. I, you know what? I've never seen Blade Runner. Never seen Whoa, Blade Runner. hold the fuck on. I've never seen Blade Runner. Not even, like, Blade Runner 2050, whatever? I haven't seen that one either. I haven't seen the new one. I've seen both of them. Oh, wow. I love Blade Runner. That's a fucking great movie. So very excited to check that out. And uh, we're doing an episode tomorrow on Casablanca. So I'm probably going to watch Casablanca like as soon as the pod ends because I'm going to check that one out. One of my favorites. And uh, yeah, that's what's coming up. Anything else uh, going on? Nothing. Uh, as we submit to plus my only, don't drink and drive. Always on your lawn. Always drink as much. You can find us at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Domestic Vice. Only in emails at Domestic Vice. Only at gmail.com. And you remember, you can stay classy now. All right. Take care, take care folks. We'll see you all again next week. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.